you know, we often look at uh, uh, politicians' hair and make comments on that. Usually it's our uh, prime minister. Uh, but this time people were talking about uh, PC leader Patrick Brown and the fact that he got a haircut. Apparently people are saying it looks good. He looks friendlier. And the reason why this is all part of the branding, because on Saturday at a policy convention in Toronto, uh, the PC platform was finally announced. It's the people's guarantee. And, you, you know, for months, people always say, uh, I, uh, you know, months and months, people are saying, well, yeah, we know what the liberals are all about. But we have no idea who this Patrick Brown is and what he stands for. Absolutely none. We don't know who he is. And that's the biggest criticism that we've heard. Probably there was some criticism about the hair because he got the big haircut. Um, but the PC pr- platform is called the People's Guarantee. So now we know a little bit more about what Brown and his people want to do. Contains more than 140 promises. And it will also keep many of the liberals biggest spending initiatives. Includes a government plan to offer free pharmacare for anyone under the age of 24, all-day kindergarten, and the free tuition plan for post-secondary students. You know, uh, somebody asked, why would you announce your policy for this election campaign, uh, your election platform? Why would you announce it so early? Because the risk is that Brown allows, you know, the PCs or the uh, liberals to come in and one-up the PCs and what they stand for. Uh, but I want to get Christine Van Gyne, the Ontario Director of the Canadian uh, Taxpayers Federation, on the line. Christine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I imagine you've had uh, some time. You'd have to have some time to look over all the uh, 140 promises that are in the PC platform. Uh, but off the top, what do you like? Uh, yeah, so there's some good things and there's some bad things. The thing that I like is a commitment to make sure the, ba- the budget's balanced um, after their first year. Um, and committing to uh, $1 billion in debt repayment over their mandate. Um, those are good things. They're also committing to more transparency about uh, how the the budget is released. So uh, right now the, the Liberals are in a war with Auditor General where they disagree about whether there's actually a balanced budget or not. The government says there is. Auditor General says there isn't. Um, the The Conservatives had said that they would take the Auditor General's version of the budget, which is, you know, independent third-party assessment of the budget. So Mm -hmm. those are good things. Um, Some of the bad things, I'd say, uh, I I have some questions about the child care commitment. Right now they're saying it's going to cost $389 million per year. Um, With the number of people that they seem to say they're going to cover um, at uh, $6,750 per person per child, uh, this seems like a low-ball estimate for what a program like that would cost. I also have some concerns about um, their commitment to shave 12% off hydro bills. They're essentially going to be doing it the same way the Liberal government's doing the 25% rate reduction, which is um, extending debt and by taking that money from taxpayers. Um, other than that, there are some other good things on the electricity front. If you want to go into those in further detail, I'm happy to. All right. So, uh, w- w- yeah, please do. Why not? Yeah, so I mean, what I'd say about the hydro is it is overwhelmingly bad because they have been criticizing the government right now on how they're planning on financing that 25% rate reduction. Um, They're basically doing the same thing the government is doing with this commitment for a 12% um, cut off the hydro bills. But they are doing some things to address systemic problems in the electricity sector. For example... Um, they want to change it so that we can get out of the bad renewable contracts that are driving up prices. They want to cancel pre-construction contracts where the penalties are minimal. Um, they want to put a moratorium on new contracts for renewables, uh, a separate line item for the carbon tax on our on our natural gas bills and um, gas at the pumps. And they want to return power to the IESO, which is the independent 
electricity regulator to create a long-term electricity plan. Right now, a lot of that power lies with the political class and has led to, led to big disaster in Ontario. People are calling this liberal light. What concerns you about their platform? Like, do you think it's going to be read as liberal light? Um, you know, I, I think that the child care commitment and the hydro bill stuff, certainly um, I understand why people are saying that. Same goes for the $5 billion for new subways. Um, my, my concern, and I haven't, I haven't talked to them about the numbers. I've, a, I've asked some questions, and, and they're getting back to me, about how they came up with these calculations because they just seem low to me. I mean, these are expensive promises that they've committed to, and a lot of people um, – you know, like getting free things from the government. But the problem is in Ontario, we've had a government that's promised people free things for 14 years, and it's led to $300 billion plus in debt and being the largest subnational borrower in the entire world. So um, I do have concerns about the price tag of the commitments, um, but I, I'm waiting for answers for that. I, I've only just read the platform today, um, so so I need some time to for them to get back to me. But and there's a lot to cover, 140 promises. I mean, there's a lot to cover and break down and question. And that's uh, that's definitely something that, you know, we're happy that you're joining us. You know, your your earliest questions are probably the questions on most people's minds. I mean, I woke up and when I heard that he uh, that he was taking the uh, further 12% off the hydro rates, I thought, well, how's he going to do that? And he was, I mean, he was one of the open critics about their plan to to cut the hydro rates, you know, and how they were, you know, hiding some of the the uh, amounted money that we would be uh, owing in the future with the Liberals' plans. Did they risk uh, turning away fiscal conservatives? I think with a plan like this, staunch fiscal conservatives would definitely be concerned. Um, but then at the same time, they are throwing in um, the the one billion dollar debt repayment promise. Um, over their mandate um, and promising a balanced budget within um, the first year of their mandate, or I guess it would be the second year of their mandate. Um, They're also doing a bunch of things on transparency that I think uh, would really reassure a lot of people who have concerns about the way the government's acted in the last 14 years. Um, They want to return oversight over political advertising to the Auditor General. Right now, um, the Liberals have removed the Auditor General's power to determine government-paid, taxpayer-funded ads um, are partisan or not partisan. The Auditor General used to be able to have a say in that and say, no, you can't use taxpayer money to to run that ad. That should come from the Liberal Party because this is really a partisan ad. Um, They would return that power, and I think that's a good thing for transparency. They'd also implement um, some transparency rules related to lobbying. So if you have had a senior role with the government there would, with the government or ministry, you would have a restriction on your ability to go into the private sector and work for a company that had a close relationship with um, a sector, a private industry that you as a government official might have had a relationship with. And so. that is one of the things that's come up recently with regards to the marijuana um, legalization. Yeah, I, I think it's been coming up for quite a while. We had the former chief of staff to the Ministry of the Environment, who was partly responsible for these huge, generous subsidies for luxury vehicles like like the Teslas. He left the ministry um, after lo- the Tesla had lobbied the government to reinstate those subsidies, and after leaving government, got a job at Tesla. So um, those things are good for transparency. Um, I do agree with you that there's some concerns about the cost of the items that the government, the, the party, the progressive conservatives have committed to here. Um, and I'd like to see how they've costed some of those, 
some of those items. You know, Brand promised another thing. He said, look, if I cannot keep um, my uh, key promises, and I think there's five of them, one is reducing hydro rates and uh, uh, and such like that, uh, in four years, he would step down. Is that a direct shot at win? Um, I mean, I don't... I mean, politicians promise this all the time. It's a, t- it's a really classic election promise that if I don't do this, um, I'll step down. Uh, I don't put a whole lot of weight in that kind of a commitment from a, from a politician just because you hear it so often. Christine, I appreciate your time today on the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cheers. That's Christine Van Gein, Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation.